superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. This is the Rich Eisen Show. I don't blame the Nets for saying, get out of here. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Ian, I know you've got a Nets hat there. Put it on. The Kyrie Irving era. Sum it up for me. High expectations and medium return. Earlier on the show, Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner. Host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick. Jets wide receiver, Garrett Wilson. Coming up, Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. 844 rich number to dial here on this program. We are sitting here in Los Angeles, California, and I'm sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. We're moving the whole operation to... Phoenix, Arizona, for the next three days. Let's it's the it. Arizona Super Bowl because there's uh, there's Scottsdale involved and Phoenix involved and the city of Glendale, which is where the actual oh, stadium's yeah. taking place. All that good stuff. That that whole area is on a big on a big loop. You know, it's, it's one like, big loop. It's like Phoenix, it Glendale, is. Scottsdale, Tempe. It's and like they're, oh, they're all like right circle. next door to each other. If next door is about a half hour, about drive, a, yeah, a, yeah. it's it's a while. Yeah. But it's just so many people involved, and they're all fired up to get the Super Bowl. It's and fun. it's a great game that I have no idea what the hell's going to happen. None. I mean, it could be an Eagles. It could be any any. It depends what day of the week it is on how I'm feeling about it. I mean, it's just like the Eagles have such a great team, but the Chiefs have the best player in the league. Uh, and, and they have an advantage in coaching. It's yeah, just, they I, do I, I don't know what's going to happen. And Mahomes, you can call him the best player in the league and the most valuable player, but Hertz has been playing like the best player in the league and the most valuable player, too. They've got, yeah, two, absolutely. They've got both. You know, the Eagles are so good on defense. Their offense and defensive line is so great. They each have a Kelsey. They both were 16-3 and three and were the one seed. <laughs> it's awesome. I love <laughs> it. I mean, they're, they're, they're right there. They have it's the really same, a great game. They, they have the same everything. Um, and and I, I honestly don't know how this is going to happen when it all kicks off. What's going to happen? I, I, I do not know. Yeah, I put out a poll question uh, what do you, earlier you do? today, Rich. I did. We're five days out. Who you got? Just kind of taking the temperature each day. Right now, 52.7% Eagles. Okay. Do it every day. Take the temperature. We're just taking the temperature. Uh, last night uh, was media night. This is the way it goes. Um, it's funny that how there's a, a a media. It used to be a media day when I first started doing Super Bowls twenty Super Bowls ago. This is my twentieth. Uh, it used to be a Tuesday day event, media day. The, the teams would arrive on Monday, and then there'd be a media day on Tuesday, and then Wednesday is when the players would speak again. Thursday, the players would speak one last time. The coaches would speak one last time Friday. The commissioner's State of the Union address Friday. The entertainment would arrive Thursday. That's when Prince did his concert and, you know, the, uh, the, the musical acts would meet with the media. Prince 
as you know, did a concert instead of meeting with the media. Um, and and that's basically the week. That's that's yeah. your week. Now there's a media night Monday, and the players speak every day all the way through Thursday. And, man, there's nothing to talk about by uh, by the end of the week <laughs> anymore. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, and, and, and the injuries, like Mahomes' ankle is a distant memory to talk about. Hurts' his shoulder, I don't think anybody have any questions about. Uh, the uh, Ladarius Sneed is going to be um, – he is now – he's back. Sneed is back. He's th- through concussion protocol. Um, Ladarius, pardon me. And um, you also have Clyde Edwards-Elair has been activated. He's going to be playing. Mm-hmm. No Miko Hardman. He's out. So, I mean, that's, that's your conversation. There you go. But uh, uh, media night last night, uh, our buddy uh, Damashek from back in the day is having his fun. He apologized to, to Jalen Hurts for not believing in him. Here's the exchange. I wanted to tell you that I expressed some doubt that the Eagles were getting to the Super Bowl with you as their superstar. I'm not the only one. Uh, I just wanted to say man to man, I'm sorry. Cool. 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 Man to man, I'm sorry. Now I, you know, I know he's having his fun. I think he also went around and asked people. He he does every year. Every ask, year, is this yeah. a must win game? This is a must win game. <laughs> I love that. Good one. He did that at Sirianni last night, and Sirianni's like, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and I respect that as a, as a, an individual who once upon a time sent JB Smoove into these this event for six straight years as a bit. It's one big bit. Ask Bill Thinking, Belichick about cookies. Cookies, like yeah. what type of cookie? He, he said to Bill, I think you're a Nilla wafer guy. That's what he said. That Bill's was funny. like, no, chocolate chip. Mm, kind of surprised him. <laughs> and and the number of times that the Patriots made the Super Bowl while we were sending J.B. Smoove in, I mean, he had, I think he got the Patriots three different times. It was in that stretch when they made three out of out of five. We were there. Yeah, yeah. Four. Out, they went four. Our first, our first Super Bowl we did for the Rich Eisen show was the Malcolm Butler Super Bowl. Correct. Okay. And then he was there for the one in, in Minnesota against Philadelphia. And he was there for the one against the Rams. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Wow. He was there for all three of those. <laughs> awesome. And he was in the one in Houston against Atlanta. He's in for all four. So four out of six. Yeah. He, he was running through it. So we, we appreciate the whole concept of, of running a bit. Um, but I, I also thought to myself, that is... An interesting aspect of apologizing for a take to the person about whom uh, the take was. So, do you got one over there? Do you want to apologize I, I, for anything? I, I do. Do you have I, a football take I that you do. want to apologize for? Because I've got one, too. So, before the season. And TJ, you have one, don't you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're just making it up now because you didn't have one before. No, I, I have one. Okay, yeah. good. All right. So before the season, I remember watching the Seahawks and Bears preseason game. We talked about it on the show. We talked about it on the show. Prior to it. And I was like, my God, these are the worst two teams in the NFL. And then I did my burning questions kind of heading into the year, and I put them in kind of the rankings where I saw them. And I had the Seahawks 32nd. I I didn't know how that team was going to score points. I didn't know how they were going to compete and stay in games. And I thought they'd be on the clock right now, number one. Or Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, one of those two guys. And my God, Geno Smith, you were amazing. You know, you said every everybody wrote you off, and you did not write back. Yes. And, and my man, 
you were amazing this year. You were a pro bowler. You're going to win comeback player of the year, deservedly so. And man to man, I apologize to you for doubting you this year because you hadn't played in like eight seasons and you were remarkable this year. I wish I had taken you in fantasy instead of Russell Wilson. I would not have finished third to last in my league. And I'm sorry. Wow. Geno Smith. That was well done. By the way, just so you're um, at least embraced in this moment of sharing, you said Seattle versus Chicago was essentially for the first overall pick. The Bears won that game, and you thought that cemented Seattle winning. Yeah, 100%. And the Bears actually <laughs> have the first overall pick after starting 2-1. Yeah. and one. Yep. And the, the Seahawks had a terrific season. Terrific season. A terrific the playoffs, season. playoffs. Like- and Geno was a pro bowler not because people bagged it. Like, he deserved no, it. he deserved it. He deserved he to go. He set the Seahawks passing record this year. He's amazing. And he's going to get paid, and he's going to be a starter now, All probably right. for the rest yep. of his career. Congratulations. TJ, what's your, who, who would you, what, what's your take you'd apologize for? Well, I don't really go too off the rails, but I tell you what, man. You were, you were still at the draft. We had Ryan Leaf sitting in. Yeah. And, we, you know, we were reviewing the NFL draft, and I came on and I said that I hated the Eagles draft. And Ryan's like, what, why? And I said, because it was so good. Because as a Cowboy fan, I don't ever want to see the Eagles yeah. do well. And I knew. I looked at their draft and went, the Eagles killed it. And I put it out there. They're, I think the Eagles are going to win the AFC East. So what are you apologizing I'm for? I'm apologizing to like a Cowboy Nation for putting it out there that the Eagles were going to be no. good and they were going to win. Because I think my words carried weight and went out into the, the universe. And now no, look at the Eagles. They're in the Super Bowl. I'm sorry for believing that the Eagles were going to be good and could possibly go to the Super Bowl. Because guess what? It happened. TJ's a big speak it into existence yeah. guy about his that. own life and about the show life. Mm-hmm. And then he did it for the Eagles. And it works. And I never one time. And he Chris, didn't want the Eagles to be good. This I never year. one time said Dallas was going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, nope. just in jest. But you didn't mean it. I admit. But I put it out there that the, man, these Eagles, the draft is good. This team is hard. This is going to be a good team. They could go to the Super. And here we are. So okay. I apologize to the Cowboys for Cowboy not Nation. having the All same right. belief in us as I had in the Philadelphia Eagles. Say that about the Raiders next year, please. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm about to have my apology and. Um, it does involve the Raiders. I'm with you. Uh, I'm 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 not only I, not only did I mean everything that I'm about to say, but I'm also trying to inoculate myself and insulate myself from every Chiefs fan I'm going to meet in Arizona <laughs> for the worst take I've ever had in the history of this show. So bad. It has supplanted my take of a couple of years ago that the Miami Heat should not break up their bubble runner-up team to acquire Giannis Antetokounmpo. That is truly one of the has worst takes I've ever had. That one? It has supplanted me looking at the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> and saying it was over. that their reign atop the AFC West was over because the Las Vegas Raiders were going to take it. And I am sorry, Chiefs Nation. You're apologizing mm-hmm. to an entire fan base. Yeah. I am as well. I am sorry to every Kansas City Chiefs fan and every single person on the staff of the Kansas City Chiefs, certainly on the offensive side of the ball, that I thought that Tyreek Hill departing 
would knock them down a peg, down to a mere wild card team. Down to a team that would have to actually pack a bag and play a playoff game, not name the Super Bowl in a place other than Arrowhead. And I apologize because that was the worst take I've ever had. (laughs) And I have learned my lesson. And I should not doubt Big Red and all the red-wearing Chiefs fans out there. You don't want to be called a jabroni, Rich. I don't want to be that jabroni. Nope, nope, nope. I mean, let's just say back in the day I was holding the beer of the mayor of Cincinnati with my take. That was (laughs) god-awful. Well, here's the deal. So I'm sorry. You you and you doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on it when we were trying to give you outs. Well, and and you were like, no, Raiders. Well, because I wanted to speak it into existence. I want to be, as you know, you know, I don't think I I'm I even though this this show traffics in the world, but we don't traffic in the world of hot taking. Other shows that we compete against do that sort of stuff. We compete against people who don't care about saying something wrong. Like they won't stare at the ceiling yeah. in the middle of the night. Say something on Monday. They'll come forget they, about they, it on they Wednesday. They don't care. They don't care. don't care. They don't care if they'll contradict their opinion within 48 hours. And they yes. don't care when somebody like calls them out on Twitter for it. They don't care. There's is a shameless aspect to the competition we have in certain parts. And we don't hang around those. And things. I don't traffic in that world. But... There is still a large part of me that comes to this show every day and wants to walk away from the show with one feeling, and that's the feeling of being right. That's it. I just want to be right. And when the Raiders started (laughs) 0-3 and had a chance to not be 0-3 by actually beating the Kansas City Chiefs and being up in Kansas City by multiple touchdowns in that game, and had the benefit of the worst roughing the passer penalty of 2022. And that's saying a lot. (laughs) When Chris Jones put Derek Carr on the ground and was called for landing on top of him, even though he could not have done that with his full body weight because he was too busy ripping the football out of Derek Carr's arms (laughs) in the process of sacking him. And then using his offhand to support himself from not placing his body weight on top of Derek Carr. The Raiders even got the benefit of getting the ball back and still couldn't beat the Chiefs. I am sorry. (laughs) From Eisen and Einstein. Kaput. He was the very opposite of brilliant. (laughs) So thank you, Dave Damashek, for giving us Cool. The thought <laughs> to use our platform to apologize. Man to man. Man to man. Cool. All right, let's take a break. A man, a man. with great hair. I mean, and well, we would kill with that if hair. there was such a t shirt, I survived Urban Meyer, he would wear it. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence. We need to make that shirt. When we come back, <laughs> Jake. Trevor Lawrence from Duval. Duval. Joining us next.
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Do you know what's trending now? You can defer payments of a full NetSuite implementation for six whole months. No payments, no interest for six months. This, folks, is what we call a big deal. NetSuite by Oracle has never made an offer like this in its 22 years as the leading cloud financial system. 33,000 companies have already upgraded to NetSuite, gaining visibility and control over their financials inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more. Everything they need to reduce manual processes, boost efficiency, build forecasts, and increase productivity across every department. In fact, almost 90% of finance leaders agree that NetSuite helps them reduce manual data entry time. Whether your business generates millions or hundreds of millions of dollars, take advantage of this special financing offer of no payments or interest for six months. Go to netsuite.com slash richradio. That's netsuite.com slash richradio. netsuite.com slash richradio. We've got three whole days coming up in Phoenix, Arizona. We are going to be at the Super Bowl experience. It is going to be a blast. They're putting the set together. We are all fired up to be there. And we're, we're, we couldn't be more excited to be there as part of uh, our relationship with Roku and the Roku channel going to be great wednesday night we're having a we're having a dinner for the for the crew yeah, the whole group to celebrate our existence on the road at a super bowl again burger king let's go definitely not definitely not tattoo parlor definitely not oh. thursday night i have the honors nfl honors nice got that going on love it i know which what i'm doing for which it. is nice i'm doing uh um, i know what i'm doing for it i will be uh i've got a i've got a role Got a role. I do. Are you presenting? I must, I must be butter. Presenting? Um, I'm doing the same thing I do every year. Ah, that is great. That is great. It is wonderful. Uh, Friday night, um, I, I believe I'm going to go to the commissioner's party um, where I go and I seek out Roger and tell him how much weight he's lost. Looks great. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. You need you need some muscle like, for that. You good? No, you're going to be well gone by then. Yeah, we're going to be. Are you sticking around the weekend? You no, guys? we're going to be home you're at that out. point, Bill. I already miss my son, and I'm not even gone yet. Is that uh, right? Yeah. What do you say to you this morning? Uh, you know, I just explained to him. Dad's got to go to work. Got to get on an airplane. So he he knows what that means. And means what? That you won't be around for. I'm not going to be around for a couple days. How does he handle and that he information? Like, I'm gonna miss you, and I'm like, I'll miss you too, buddy. Don't worry. I'll call. I'll you know FaceTime you a couple times. A Were day. you cursing his, his existence just a few? Yes, he was. Days well, ago? I gotta say, <laughs> the three teenagers ba- uh, gone. He was now? a real jerk last weekend, but then we went to the the NASCAR race at the Coliseum, and he was so well behaved. 
because he was so into it. Did you tell him it was like you were taking him to Radiator Springs? Is that why he was so <laughs> he excited? Pretty much thought it was Cars the movie, and uh, it was. <laughs> we had such a great time, and he was such a good boy. I was like, oh, you're back. He returned. <laughs> yeah, isn't that My wonderful? Sweet little boy's back. <laughs> your little your little boy's back. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying goodbye to him, huh? Yeah. Very. So nice. anyway, we're. I'm coming back on Friday. Oh, very good. Not staying for the. You're not staying Ricky Williams for the Ricky party. Williams party. <laughs> I mean, apparently, we're not either because I never got the invite. But so. I sent it to you. It never showed up in your inbox. No, I'll get on that. <laughs> but I, I have to administer. I have me. to administer the show. I'm excited to have this guy on. Yeah, we've never talked to him. Have we never had him? We've on? never had him on the show. Is he trying to avoid us? Maybe he's trying to avoid us because we're two ball guys That's and he's here I mean. trying to. And he's he's That's he's pitching about. shampoo. We don't have nice enough hair. Yes, we do. You guys forgetting that I've got these luxurious Excuse locks me. over here? When, before <laughs> Trevor Lawrence was the star quarterback doing? of Clemson and, um, and, and, of course, the Jacksonville Jaguars and his high school team, I had a flowing <laughs> hair. I mean, I was like an 80s rock star when I was on SportsCenter back in the day. But be, the, be that as it may. Joining us now right here, representing Head & Shoulders, talking about that. Uh, Battle of the Paddles that we talked about with Jared Goff yesterday is the quarterback of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Pro Bowler Trevor Lawrence. How you been, Trevor? What's up, Rich? I'm, I'm doing great, man. Appreciate you guys for having of me. Of course. Where are you? Where have I found you? Where are you physically? Where are you right now, Trevor? Currently, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida. Duval. Beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. So, Aren't you mandated to, to sit, call it Duval? County or Duval and just like... It is, you know, okay. it is Duval. It has, it has a lot of different names. Duval okay. is one of them. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm here for a short time. About to head out to Arizona. Oh, for Super Bowl week. And, oh, you are. Uh, do some stuff out there. So I'm excited. Okay, fantastic. Well, I'm glad to you know at least have you here on the show before. Yeah, we're heading out there as well. Um, so how how'd you like the Pro Bowl? How'd you like that one, Trevor? It was great. You know, we, I think guys had a great time. I know I know I did. It was a cool experience. Obviously, it was my first one, so I don't know right compared to the old format. Um, how it was, but I mean, I had a great time. We enjoyed it. Uh, it was cool just being around all those guys that you play against that you see week to week and you don't really get a chance to spend much time with them. So it was, it was cool to get to know a lot of the guys. When was the last flag football game you played? I don't think I've ever played a flag football <laughs> game. I mean, we played seven on seven, like in high school, but sure. that's like two and touch. That's a little different. So, okay. And flag has like different rules. You can bring a rusher, like unblocked, so that was pretty fun. Micah Parsons chasing you around unblocked oh. was great. Okay, yes, <laughs> that's a very interesting definition of great. Um, all right, well that's <laughs> that, that's fantastic. So um, walk me through your relationship with Doug Peterson. What, what what was the first conversation you had with him? What did he say to you then? Yeah, what do you got? Yeah, we have a great relationship. It goes back from um, really right before. He was officially hired. I got a chance just to speak to him. Um, you know, that that was the direction that we were heading mm-hmm. and um, you know, just wanted to get on the you know, get on the same page. I hadn't I never really met him or talked to him. I think I briefly met him actually at Clemson my freshman year when they had just won the Super Bowl in Philly. Um, but I mean we didn't really talk at all because I just got there as a freshman. So um yeah, I, t- I started I talked to him on the phone before he was officially hired and really just had a chance to talk, you know, a little bit of ball, a little bit of personal, a little bit of everything, and really got a good feel for his personality and the way he likes to do things. And I think that started our relationship in a really, really good way. 
Um, and since then, I think just our communication has been really good. It's been up front. Uh, we talk a good bit, obviously, throughout the week, game planning, all that. And then he's just a, a guy that's really easy to communicate with, especially being a quarterback because he's played the position. Uh, he's been in our shoes. I think that goes a long way. Um, and then just the way he carries himself, the whole team really gets behind him. Um, it's been really, really cool to be a part of. Well, I know the answer to the question, but I'll ask it since you have experienced it on a day-to-day. I never have. But when you say his message or his attitude vibes well with the team, what what do you got for me there? What do you got for me? What well, you're asking? What are what is his? Yeah, like, message I, I know. I, I I know his vibe. He's he's just really chill. Yeah. he's cool. Like the guy. Like that's just one way to yeah. just say he's really cool. I mean, from the ice cream the day, night before. To the storytelling, but also just to the just the way he talks to people, he's cool. But I'm just wondering how, why, no, why, why no. that vibes with you or the team from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, all those things, like you said, are true. You know, I think that's that's how he comes off, especially initially, and that's just who he is. He's really, and that's one thing I really like about him is he's the same every day, and I think that's really important, especially in a leadership role. And um, you know, that's something that I've tried to tried to do throughout my career, even going back to college. Like that's been one thing that I've just tried to be consistent, be the same person. And, and that's one thing that he does really well. Uh, whether we have lost five games in a row or won five games in a row, he's the same every day. So that's something that, that I think is huge, especially in his position. And then, but he also knows when to push. I think good leaders, even if they do have more of a relaxed laid back personality, they know when to push when they need to, they know how to get guys going. And he, he does both of those things really well. And I think that's, um, something that something that we needed, especially through our season. There's a lot of ups and downs, but I think he he pushed all the right buttons. He knows how to motivate guys. All those things. What do you say to you down twenty seven nothing? What do you say to you? Twenty seven nothing. Twenty seven. Yeah, when you're down twenty seven nothing against the Chargers, yeah. I'm sitting there at home going, "Oh my God!" What do you say to you at that point in time? Yeah, I mean, it started with that last drive before halftime. I mean, right. he just said, "Hey, we got to get points here," and that's and that's where it started. Just, I mean, that's obviously simple. You know, we went down and scored, and then we got in the locker room. His message was the same thing that really we had been telling ourselves the whole game because we had been in not that bad of a situation, but we had been down 17 twice earlier in the season and, and won those games. So we really – it wasn't necessarily new for us. So we – that's what he said. He's like, hey, we've been here before, guys, and we're going to have to play – we're going to have to play a really good second half, but you got to do it one drive at a time. I mean, there's no, and that's what I was telling the guys in the sideline. There's no 27 point plays. Like we just got to take it one play at a time, one drive at a time and see where we're at. You know, that's all we can control. And I think that's what guys focused on. That's why we were able to overcome it. Do you think, um, I'll just put, put it to you point blank, Trevor Lawrence. Do you think, um, if Doug wasn't there and urban Meyer still was that you'd be where you are right now? Oh, you put me on the spot here. Um, you know, I will say I have a I have respect for Coach Meyer just because he, you know, he showed me a lot of respect. He he brought me here, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, so, saying all that, I, I do think that Coach Peterson has elevated our organization to another level, and including myself. I think you know he's given me a lot of confidence. I really love our offensive system, the guys that he's been able to put around me and guys on defense and all the people that we've been able to bring in. I think he's done a, an awesome job. And I don't know if there's many, many guys that could do what he's done this past year. So I've been really impressed and I think he's, he's killed it. And I'm just looking forward to 
the future and how we just keep building this. Place. What, what, what do you think? I mean, uh, what a huge leap you guys took. Um, and, and you, you were in that game, um, in Kansas city, you know, I mean, that wasn't a blowout. You were in it. You had your chances and you, you, you also got your experiences. You got a big, huge taste of professional football playoffs, Trevor, and, and you balled out. So, and, and your teammates, um, as well that you did get, I mean, a great off season of, of additions along with Doug Peterson. What do you think? Next year, do you think you can be in this game? Next year? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, you hate to say this early, but definitely. Sure. You look at what we did this year, and that was with a slow start and still building chemistry and a lot of things that we were still working on. Um, and then the way we finished the season, I think that's the that's the mindset of how we're going to start next year, and that's the, that's the goal. So I think we have we have the talent. Um, we have the experience. We have all the pieces and things that we need. Obviously, we got to see how free agency goes, and hope, hoping we get a bunch of those guys back. But um, I think we got what we need. We just got to go do it. So it's going to be, you know, it's off season is important, and the season is long, and we got to just take it one week at a time. But we definitely have what we need to be in this game. And I think, like you said, we we had our shots, and that's the thing. A lot of people don't think. You know, a lot of people just thought we were happy to be there and that maybe and maybe we shouldn't have been there, but we really had our shots to win that game in Kansas City. And at the end of the day, we just made a few too many mistakes and they capitalized on, on all their plays and didn't make a lot of mistakes. So um, that's what good, good and great teams do. And that's where we're, that's where we're headed. And I think we're, we're close. And in terms of your Trevor Lawrence being able to perform uh, despite distractions, where do you rank uh, amongst all the distractions uh, you've been able to overcome uh, Jackson Deville and a thong and no pants. Where where do we rank? Where do we rank that, <laughs> that's a, Trevor? Yeah, that's, that's a we, positive distraction. Is it? Should it? Be, uh, it should, it's funny. We had a our old line coach yeah. Bill. He's he's great. You know, he has a little like slideshow PowerPoint thing he does every week, and that that uh, picture of Jackson Deville made it up on our internal <laughs> presentation. A handful of times, so handful. Uh, he, well, he was, I mean, that's one way to put it. He was good for us. It was a, it was a good distraction. <laughs> I mean, what I, the first time you saw that? Were you just uh, you know looking at your tablet, coming off the field, maybe after a score, you look up and you see something you can't unsee? Yeah, Trevor, is I, that the way it works? I think I saw it at some point during the game. Maybe it was after that touchdown to Jamichael because mm-hmm. I think Jamichael was down there dancing with him in the end zone which is a funny <laughs> funny pick that was the exact picture we had for our, our presentation actually so <laughs> man I had Tony Khan here and I'm like who is the person who said yes to taking the pants off he he, he had no answer and he's way up the flow chart there in Jacksonville so I don't know that was... you can, some things you can get away with in Jacksonville and that's that's one of them that's so one, it's that's, pretty cool that is one of them Trevor Lawrence here on the Rich Eisen show I mean what a perfect pairing, you and Head and Shoulders. I could not imagine. I mean, like, I, it's one of those when I'm like, when I get to work, I'm like, okay, what are what are my guests uh, talking about? What are we pitching? And I make sure I they, they get their their sponsorship out there. I'm like, uh, he's got to be Head and Shoulders. Sure enough, boom, there you are. Um, this is a match made in heaven, right? <laughs> this product in your hair, Trevor. Yeah, right? I, I guess it is. I mean, that's people have been asking me that that question for a long time when mm-hmm. I'm going to do anything with like a hair product or shampoo and. Well, here it is, playing a, a ping pong match uh, representing head and shoulders. So I'm, I'm excited. Okay, very good. And uh, how good are you at uh, ping pong? Because uh, Jared Goff basically said he's going to win it. That's what he said to me yesterday. 
Yeah, that's what I heard. I heard he's been he's been he's been talking a lot. You know, so I'm, I'm excited to excited to play. I'm sure you know around the league, guys guys have tables in the locker room, and it's a pretty yes. common thing. So, um, you know, I'm I'm excited. We've we've played a good bit this this season, so I've been training for this moment. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to come until uh, a few weeks ago. So I'm glad I got the opportunity, and uh, yeah, I'll be representing the head and shoulders, and that's the plan. We're gonna go. We're gonna go take this thing. Okay. Uh, you know, and I, I, pardon me for asking this question, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's been a while for me. I mean, how long have you had your hair this long? I mean, like, what, what, I, I forget what it's like to use a brush. I mean, what, what do you have to do every day, man, with this hair of yours? Well, I, you know, I honestly don't brush it. I might brush it once a week, maybe. What are you talking about? Uh, I talking? really just... Right, now you're just showing off. Now you're just now you're just spiking the football on me. Now you're showing off and you're spiking the football <laughs> on me. What do you mean? You don't... You don't just, what? Just pouring salt in the wound a little bit yeah you just wake up and that's what it looked get out of here come on now yeah i mean i, I shower and shampoo it sometimes i got to if it gets messed up but no i don't really honestly don't really brush it so all right very good trevor uh i i, I i'm stunned i don't even know how to ask I mean, a follow-up you know, question. you're not gonna cut it anytime soon <laughs> yeah, are you are you gonna cut it what do you think uh that's not the plan i mean i well, what does the missus say? I, I like my hair. It's taken a long time to get here. I had to go through some pretty bad, awkward phases in high school to grow it out. So I have I put the work in, and that's actually head and shoulders slogan: never not working. Look so at you. You know, I think it fits what I what Look I've had you. to do for my hair. So um, I do want to keep it. I'm not as attached to it as Marissa is. She does she does not really like how I look without the long hair. With the short hair, there's some pictures of me in eighth grade that I'm sure you guys can take up. Um, well, yeah, so yeah. My pictures in eighth grade are, are until we have to until I start balding, which is hopefully a few years away. So I'm gonna ride it out for a while. Well, grade. if you ever if you ever get in that uh, uh, world, uh, Trevor, you call me. Okay, I'll give you tips how to make <laughs> it look beautiful. I will. I'll, I'll do that. I'm there for you. I'm there for you. Just like you've been here for me for this conversation. I'm there for you if that. But uh, if if the missus likes this, by the way, my eighth grade p- pictures. I mean, it's it's not pretty, just in general. So good for you. <laughs> At least you can you can yeah. show them to your wife. Um, hey man, thanks yeah, for the time. No, Greatly no, no. appreciate it. Uh, let's do this more often. I. I um, I, I look to have you on the show all the time. So let's do this a little bit more often when you're not pitching a product and you're just uh, out here to talk. I'd love to have you back. For sure. That sounds, sounds good, Rich. Big fan of yours. Appreciate Thank you. you, man. Right back at you, Trevor. Thanks again. Congrats on a huge season. Congrats on a huge season and yes, many sir. more. You guys have a good one. You got it. There is uh, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, everybody. That's a pro bowler. And as you can see, a, a professional. And baby's all grown up. He just drops in. Of head and shoulders slogan uh, in conversation like perfect. that. That's <laughs> like dropping a dime to Christian Kirk. Like, come on. That's what it is. That's what it is. Man, he hasn't oh. cut his hair since eighth grade. Oh, and they get Calvin Ridley next year. That's right. <laughs> By the way, Ooh. Jack's going to be a problem. Wow. It'll be a problem. How can I? I mean, they're already a problem. Yeah, take, just take just take the thong off. I mean, just it's all wow. Just, oh, Monty. Just let, just let it. Just let it pretty damn close. Blowing the breeze. Is that what you're saying? Love that he said that they put it up on the screen a handful of times. <laughs> Once is enough for a handful. Thank you. All right. Wow. Uh, take a break, and we got Sean Payton saying something about Russell Wilson. And we got to go to the airport. And we got to go to the airport. Very important. We got a checklist. <laughs> Check in is in like Bro, 45 minutes. We've got a checklist. We have a checklist and we got to get this done. Like boarding starts. Soon. All right. Very good. <laughs>
You gotta, man. Are we gonna have time for snacks? Going. No, no, we're not. We're no what? snacks. You better get your Haribo now. <laughs> I might have one in my pocket. You can listen to Super Bowl Fifty Seven in the NFL app on Westwood One Sports dot com via Westwood One Station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. One of our Friday guests in uh, in Arizona for the Arizona Super Bowl, Sean Payton, the new head coach of the Denver Broncos, introduced as such yesterday. And, um, you know, I can't wait to see Sean so I can ask him if he does, in fact, own Walmart, if he is, in fact, it's now called <laughs> Sean Mart, as we have put together. Um, and, you know, we played a soundbite yesterday of him saying that Russell Wilson's just like everybody else. I want to get to know what they can do best and we'll make sure that what we do is only best for them. And pretty much, you know, we've heard it before. And, and, and this is not Sean Payton's first rodeo, as we know. And the soundbite, though, that caught much of the Twitterverse and NFL observers the most was this exchange between a reporter and Sean Payton talking about the personal coach that Russell Wilson had in Denver last year. As you all know, there's much made about what Russ had there that is, one would say, uh, unique. And different than other players, like an office there. Remember A-Rod once had an office for, uh, in Texas? I think the Rangers gave him an office. Oh, for $252 Because like, he wanted to take meetings there, yeah, yeah. you know, when he's at the facility, when he needs to take <laughs> me. As if everybody else's conference room, A-Rod couldn't you know, secure it, couldn't get on the list there. I need the, I need the, I need yeah. the conference room. At any rate, um, this was the exchange that really caught a lot of people. Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jake Heaps, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Are, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That, that's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Now then, my buddy go. Jim Trotter, who works for uh, the NFL Media Group, Friend of the program, I'd like to say, in front of, uh, of NFL Network, colleague of mine. He tweeted out that it's interesting that Sean said he was not familiar with it when, according to his reporting, every coach candidate was asked about it by the Broncos. So, Whoa. I think Sean was definitely familiar with it, but this is the way coaches roll. Like, I don't, I don't know much about it, you know. I'm going to make too much about it, but I will also um, offer my opinion on it in a very casual way and move on in the scrum. Like, that's what I think Sean was doing because, again, it is not his first rodeo. And he knows this is a hot-button subject that we're all in the media going to hang our hat on. But this is why, if you're the Denver Broncos, you go out and you get this guy and you pay him what is required to acquire his services. Because if the personal coach and all the other stuff was indeed a problem, as we're all from the outside looking in, assume that it was. Whole idea of Russ needs fixing. We were joking how he, about once upon a time, the question was, can he cook? Why wasn't he cooking? Can he be allowed to cook? Now we've gone from cooking to fixings. He needs to be fixed. 
not just on the field, but the way that his play was so substandard and subpar, certainly for him and the standard that he set in his first several years in this league with Seattle. If he needs fixing off the field, all the other trappings that he was allowed by Denver in the first year head coach last year, if you think that needs to be fixed, well, guess what? Sean Payton is the fixer coming in because he can say this. Oh, yeah, I'm not familiar with it, but, um, yeah, I mean, if that's what was going on, that's not it's not going to happen here. We'll have our staff, and that'll be it, and I'll just move on to the next question in the scrum and leave it at that. And all I will say is for those out there who are saying, well, why would he say that? That's very antagonistic to the most important player that he needs to reach. And if it is antagonistic, guess what? The clock has struck midnight, and the fixer's in town. And if Russ has a problem with this, I will say, offering my two unsolicited cents here, then I don't think this is fixable. Because he should think to himself, I want to go to the Hall of Fame. I want to follow up what happened in Seattle with a more successful run. A la, say, Andy Reid right now in Kansas City. A la... Brady in, in Tampa, not more successful than what he had in New England, but as successful for the first year he was there as he was in New England because you can't get any higher than winning the Super Bowl in a season. Proving that I'm going somewhere else and I'm just as good. I'm the same old Russ. He should look at Sean Payton and say, whatever you did for Drew Brees, I'm in. You think my coach has got to go? I'm calling my coach up and saying, guess what? I'll see you at home. I'll buy, I make, I, I've got all this cash. I'll, let, let's build an office. Didn't Brady have Alex Guerrero across the street for a while? Yep. Okay. Sure did. So Brady did that for his own guy, across the street. Belichick didn't want him in the building from what we hear. Brady did it. He can do it too. Go across the street. Have him across the street. Have him down the road. Whatever you want to do. But this is Sean Payton's building, and he's setting the rules. And whatever he did for Drew Brees, said, I want to do this for me. Drew might have had problems seeing over the offensive line because of a certain, because he had, uh, you know, he wasn't six feet, wasn't six foot four, six foot three. Do that same thing for me. Whatever you did for Brees, do for me. And guess what? You go to Hall of Fame. So. Why should he have a problem with what Sean Payton had to say? And Sean Payton is like, yeah, that was Nathaniel Hackett. I'm Sean Payton. I got a ring. Okay? I got a ring, and I had the, uh, the Walmart family giving me half their stores because I can come here and say this sort of stuff and fix it. So I, I heard that. I'm like, okay. Hopefully Russ takes it that way because if he's just like going to push back on that, guess what? It's just, I, I, I don't think he'll do that. I think he is definitely wise enough and savvy enough to know I've got a guy coming in here. It's not somebody in his first year that I have to, I get everything that I want anymore. And he should sit there and say, I had it the way I all wanted it last year and then turn to a big flaming bag of poop. Let me try it Sean's way. Because that's, uh, that's proven to win. 
My two cents on that. Now then, most important question I'm asking everyone in this room. Because we have a flight to Arizona that is truly taken off in about an hour and 10 minutes from now. Well, the doors are going to shut on the plane an hour and 10 minutes from now. Everyone's wondering, we are just down the street from LAX. We can be there in five minutes. We're very close. Okay. Crucial. Crucial. Everybody has a carry-on, right? Nobody's, Nobody's checking a bag, right? We did that. Correct? Correct. TJ? Correct? Correct. Correct. Um, Mike Hoskins, take uh, Brockman's camera if I'm correct. You don't know. Okay, very good. He just took Brockman's camera. Uh, Sean Mitchell, he's, he's coming. He's already here. He's, I know he's already here, but yeah. he's, he doesn't have a check bag, right? Well, his bag's like right over there. And it, 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 looks, <laughs> it looks like you can stow it? Oh, uh, yeah. Because we're not waiting. We don't have time to wait. And it's also on the other side. We've got to get right to Super Bowl experience and start rehearsing. I'm not waiting for anybody's bags. Nobody. I, I, wait for no, I, I wait for no man's bags. You don't wait for elevators. You don't wait for bags. Uh, you don't wait for uh, none. Uh, 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 uh. The elderly. And women. And women. And children. And children. Well, you didn't mention children before, but if I'm you're, assuming. If you're, if you're a guy and you're, coming, and you're coming late and the elevator doors are about to close, I'm not hitting the, I'm not hitting the open button. Certainly if I'm on floor, if i got to get the floor 10 or above, what if it's I, don't you, ch- I don't need you getting on my elevator saying, I'm getting here. You can come on and hit floor nine. I gotta wait. What if it's someone you recognize that you want to like <laughs> chop here. it up with? Will Get you, out of here with that noise. Will you, will you then hold the door open? Like it's somebody I you recognize. I am fully admitting. All right. So I'm not just anybody. There are caveats, right? I'll do the Larry David. Like, oh, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm just I just missed the button. I'm sorry. The door's closed. <laughs> my bad. You know when I do that a lot, sometimes they have the arrows going in and out, so it doesn't say you door hit the open. wrong one. I'll, like forty yeah, percent of the time, hit the wrong confusing. one. Yes, it's confusing. And thirty percent of that time, it's, it's on purpose. Confusing. <laughs> I'm so confused by it sometimes. So don't blame me, guys. Aaron Rodgers is going on a darkness retreat soon. So what does that mean? Hello, darkness. Four days friend. darkness in a little house by himself. He said. Like Charlie Murphy Otherwise, darkness? Oh, you know what he's preparing for? Darkness. This time with the Jets. <laughs> and, and By it, the way, I'm in a 53-year darkness And then he added, stint. He added, he added well, he quote, that end, the, Rich. the idea that I wouldn't want to share stage with Tom and JJ is ridiculous. That's already going to be an incredible Hall of Fame class. Their decisions don't impact of course. my own. Uh, that makes sense. There you go. A darkness tour. He's going to do the the darkness retreat, and then he's going to make a decision on whether... I have been on a 53-year darkness (laughs) tour with the Jets. On occasion, a crack of light will pop in, and I'll be like, you know... What's that? You know, I'll be like I'll be, Sanchez. No, I'll be Pennington? like I'll, I'll be like uh, what uh, Schmeagel from uh, the Lord of the Rings. What's that like? What is that? That's the ring, but my uh, What is that? No, I don't know what that is. Is that is that almost a, is that a trip to the AFC Championship game that's through the window? Ugh. That's the way I'll be. So he's preparing. <laughs> he's preparing for his time with the Jets or the Raiders or the Packers. No, or, no, 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 or nothing. No, the, the Raiders have you know been in the Super Bowl, bud. In my lifetime, multiple times, <laughs> they've won it. So, I I feel you, Aaron. You know, without the ayahuasca, <laughs> we're going to the Super Bowl. We'll chat from Arizona next. <laughs> 